Boom, we are live. Welcome to the Average Jays podcast. This is Jay Justin Ruiz. And this is Jay Jaramir Francois. So we are back at it again, everyone. This is episode three, like I said before. And, you know, we're just coming at you with the slice of life, the facts, the fun stuff, the heavy stuff, all the gushy stuff in the middle, you know, all wrapped around in a nice sugary caramel coating. Oh. With just a dot, with just a dollop of sea salt. You know, you always gotta like have that. the salt with the sugar. You know, I like that. Kosher, like <laughs> right? Kosher. Yeah, I, of course. What? We're, yeah. we're not not kosher. We gotta be kosher for everything. As you were describing the sugary candy, I was like, we don't want to give people jawbreakers. Too hard. Mm-mm, mm-mm, too gotta, hard. We need to have we need to have that nice shell, right? But on the inside, mushy, gushy, little bit of nuts, maybe some toffee in there, but. Mm. We got to have the complete package. Sweet it's, with just a teen, <laughs> teeny bit of salt bay pinch. Just a little salt bay pinch? When you say that yeah. soft thing, is it nougat? I know that's one of your favorite words. Ooh, it is nougat. You're it's right. Nougat. nougat. We're very nougaty. I like that. <laughs> so, uh, Jay, yeah, man. Jay if you want to if you want to roll out the first thing item on our list here. Yeah, I, I just want to talk about some real for a second. Um and it's, it's been in my mind for a long time, I'm pretty sure, for everyone. Uh, but, you know, Texas law on the abortion. Uh, yeah, I have so many things I just want to, like, vomit out and just splurge out and be like, this. obviously, first and foremost, it's wrong. I think it's wrong. Um, this is not a side thing. Yeah. Um, it's weird. Like, I, 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 just to give you, like, a blip of a little anecdote. I had a conversation with my fiance. I sat there one random day, it just popped into my brain like a big bang theory. Um, why do women pay for all these, uh, you know, their, their, what's the, what do you call, what do you call those? The, the, the women, uh, toiletries, uh, it's like, blank. are you trying to like birth control and stuff like that? Yeah. Like, yeah. All that birth controls, pads, all the something that they're born with. They, you know, so like feminine a, products, you mean? Yeah. And I forget what country in Europe, and I want to say most countries, but there's a specific country I remember reading. It's probably something like Netherlands or something like that, where these products are given to the women for free. Mm-hmm. And it, and yeah. then I thought to myself, why is that not a thing? It's To me, it's like a big you know F-bomb to a woman in the United States saying like, yeah, you got to pay for this because you're born a woman. And that... It, it's just so weird to me, and well, I guess weird. Before, it's just messed up. Yeah, no. Yeah. Before we dissect, I guess that part. Why don't you give like a quick little rundown of the actual law? Like what? Like what are they saying? So, from from my understanding of it, it's mm-hmm. basically you just you can't abort your baby no matter what, uh, no matter how you know that person got pregnant or whatever. Um, I don't know the nuances on like how many months and stuff like that. I just, to me, like I remember hearing about it. I was like, wow, this is actually happening. But one thing I saw, I saw uh, AOC doing an interview on CNN and um, I forget the anchor was asking her, like, what did you think this guy said about, uh, about the abortion, about like rape and all that. And his stance, not verbatim is like, Oh, we're trying to get all the rapists off the street. So we have no more rape. And I thought that was just the most stupidest thing you can say. 
because rape is not creatures of the night, you know? Um, yeah, it's, it's not like it's so a weird. pest problem. <laughs> yeah, that, like I, li- I, I listened to that and I was just like, that is the most dumb thing to say, especially coming from a man. And I don't want to sound like uh, woke or anything, but it, it, it's the best term you can say. I, we're, we're supposed to be o- awakened to this because no. God, he's not a woman. He doesn't know these things. Um, you know, and from my understanding, when it comes to rape and uh, and and borderline, well, not borderline, but there's uh, it. What was it? She was saying something about rape is coming from people that you know, uh, especially even family members, because they're n- people that are victims. They're not going to know that. They're not going to say things, you know, because no one's going to believe them. Yeah. And I know someone I mean, in my family. Scared, yeah. You know. Yeah, I know someone in my family. Um, not to disclose who that person is wouldn't tell their parent because it's like, you know, and, you know, their parents old head. So they're going to be like, oh, why didn't you say anything? Like not even caring about that person's mental health. So that's just a another layer on top of that. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to get that out there. It, it's just so it's it's just it's the like the word selfish comes into mind. Like it's just so dumb. Like why why are this breaking down? Why are men putting laws on women's bodies? That's just I just think it's dumb, but yeah. Yeah. So from what I know about it, I don't know too, too much, but I do know, like, I believe the actual, like, uh, statute was that it can't get aborted after six weeks. So, so then six weeks, I mean, it's pretty common for women not even to know. So they might even, they might not even know what the issue is or Maybe not the issue, but what's going on with their bodies, and then they find out, and it's like, oh, well, you're you're stuck with it. And you know, I I, I agree. I don't think it's fair. Um, it's especially in those cases where, like, well, one, I, I just don't think random people should be policing other people's bodies. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. And two, you know, you have those cases of like, you know. There are victims. There are victims of some very like heinous crimes out there, and now they're stuck with this reminder. And you know they didn't ask for that, and that's not fair. I I mean, listen to me. I don't think that's fair for them to to have to relive that pain if they don't want to. Um, You know, it's 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 a loaded topic. It always has been. It always will be. But the fact that they're really trying to like I said, just police these women's bodies. Like, it's not fair. You know, it's, it just doesn't make any sense. Like why put this, like, wh- like what, what was the point of this? Right. Like why take something away from someone else? Like, why are you taking away their, their, I mean, an aspect of their life, really, you're, you're kind of pushing on them this massive responsibility, you know, and exactly. for them to figure it out. And that's not fair. It's like, not to compare like humans to animals, but that would be if you said like, I couldn't return like a guinea pig that I bought, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? What do you mean? Like, what? Why can't yeah. I? And it's like, oh yeah. no, you've had it, for, you've had it for six weeks. We don't take animals that are older than six weeks, and it's like, yeah. uh, okay. Again, not. I know the situations are very different, but just the main, I guess, thought being the, the same. Yeah. that's you shouldn't. You shouldn't be saddled with that, you know, especially since I think raising a child is a an extreme responsibility, right? So, like, why would you 
I mean, listen, we already have enough families that are broken and unfortunately like children who don't ask to be put in these situations are put in these situations in broken households and, and families that don't care and don't want them. And there's so much hurt brought on by very bad decisions, right? So why make it even harder, right? Why make those decisions even worse? Like why make that process that much worse? I don't know. I, I don't get it. And I think you're right. Like that whole thing of like making women pay for like feminine hygiene products and stuff. Yeah. Like, like why? That doesn't make any sense. That would be like, I don't know. It's the, the messed up part is that, you know, we're capitalists, like we're a capitalistic country. So everything, you know, it goes to the almighty dollar. Like we want everyone to pay for everything and make as much money as possible. And it's not great. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Like it, it's still done. It's like, when you sit and like whoever's listening, like sit and think about that. It's just like think of something you do every day. It's like, for example, like let's say whoever's listening plays basketball or, you know, you know, loves to write. You have to pay to write. You have to play, pay to play basketball. You have to pay uh, to paint something because that's your skill. Like, you know, it's coming, it's coming from you, but you have to pay to do that. And that's kind of like what I'm thinking of. It's like, like, you know, me sitting here, I'm like, damn, I want to write a book, but I don't want to pay this fee. You know, (laughs) it's just a weird, it's dumb. Right. But then when you, you know, growing up, you know, my 28 years, almost coming on 29, it's like, it, it just now hit me. Like it hit me like last year's, but it's like, it's just now hitting me. Like, why are they paying for this? But, yeah. 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 No, it's a it's a thing, and I, I I get the 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 train of thought that you have. It's like if it's coming from you, why should you have to pay to get it out? You know what I mean? So in, in your in your kind of like uh, in your comparison, being like with the creativity, like what if you had to pay a fee to literally exercise something out of your own body, right? So we shouldn't have to pay a fee to. I don't know, keep our bodies okay, you know? I mean, but again, it's it's messed up, you know, it goes with capitalism, you know? It's, yeah. We want to make a dollar off of everything. And I mean, our healthcare system, it's no secret, it sucks. It's yeah. all over the place. But hopefully, you know, as we go on, we can... I think a lot of it comes down to respect. I don't mm-hmm. think that you know, many people respect others and a lot of people try and push things on other people. And I don't think that's correct. You know what I mean? Like this is the land of the free, right? And everyone likes to say, Oh, don't mess with my freedoms. But then it's like, okay, so if you're going to force me to do this, then what, how are you going to help me? You know, there's that aspect of it of like, okay, if, you know, if it's a conservative issue and you truly, you know, want to protect the right of life. Totally understand. There's two sides of the aisle, right? There's pro-choice, pro-life. Okay. So if you happen to be pro-life, how are you going to help me here? Okay. If you, if you want this baby to live, okay, fine. So what services are you going to give me? How are you going to be able to make sure that I stay healthy and this child stays healthy and is then put into a system that works? Responsibility. 
man, it's somebody has to be responsible for it, you know, especially if it's being forced. Exactly. So, I, I mean, listen, I'm not akin to like abortion. I'm not like super like for it. Like everyone should be getting one every other day. Um, yeah. I mean, I do think, you know, love and sex is a responsibility. And as an adult, listen, you takes two to tango. And if the tango ends up being three, then I mean, you got a responsibility, exactly. but there are, there are situations where I think it warrants it. And, you know, it's just not fair to, for anyone. I mean, especially women, like, you know, you got to remember all this stuff is, I think, archaic and like kind of brought back from like back in the day where people thought period was like, yeah, you're, you're dirty and you're tainted and like, you got to go away for a week until you're better. So yeah. you know, I think, I think a lot of that stems from that era of like mentality when it comes to it. So it's unfortunate. It is. Yeah. It's still, it's still with us in our DNA. And well, the good thing is, you know, being the speck in this almighty universe, we're progressing, even though in yeah. our eyes, it doesn't seem like it. But I, I know long after my time, you know, after I'm 117, you know, <laughs> we're still going forward. We're progressing. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's the good part. I, I, you know, it's it doesn't happen in leaps and bounds. It happens in baby steps. So if you go, you know, it, hindsight is also twenty twenty. So you, when you're looking backwards, obviously we're at a way better point now than we ever were. But to your point, like I want to be at an even better point, and I know that we'll get there. It's just the growing pains and the process. You know, it's it's it sucks being in the middle of it. You know, yeah. it's not like you it's not like the beginning or the end where you can kind of see either end. It's you're right in the thick of it. And it's kind of hard yeah. to see past like what's right in front of you. Yeah. hundred percent agreed. Yeah. So, well, exiting that kind of heavier note, um, let's talk about something very, very nice. And that I'm sure rocked the world of millennials and, I saw this a billion times after it dropped. Like it was everywhere. Erica came home and she was like, oh, did you see the video? And I was like, how did I not? Like, (laughs) how how, how could I have avoided it? It was literally shotgunned everywhere. And for good reason. I loved it. Yeah. And the video I'm talking about is obviously Steve from Blue's Clues coming back and repping the set. He came back for the millennials and he was like, listen, guys, I know things are crazy. I'm sorry I went away so abruptly, but you know what? 25 years later, I still care about you. I still think that we're best friends and I want to let you know that I'm here. We're here. We're still doing good. And he was, he wrapped it up and I'm, he was saying, uh, he's like, whatever you're doing, you look great. So it was just a super nice, very awesome little positive message for, you know, like I said, the the younger millennials that kind of grew up seeing that. And I mean, I, I know I didn't, I don't think I really watched Blue's Clues. Like that wasn't like, I think I was a little older already. Yeah. I was going to ask you that. Like I, but I, but I remember seeing it, you know, like did and you I watch a full episode? Yeah, I'm sure I have. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, like I said, I think I was like I'm at the cusp. So I was like aging out when that stuff was coming. Right. But, um, you know, I was aware of it. I watched Nickelodeon, so you know, I always saw the, the commercials and stuff. And I definitely watched a couple of episodes. Like, I'm not gonna, like, the first year was out. I definitely watched 
a decent amount of it. And then I had a younger sister and she really grew up with that. So she's four years, almost five years behind me. So she grew up with that. So I definitely was exposed and, you know, it was just great. You know, it was a great, awesome little tidbit of him just being like, Hey guys, I know it sucks right now. And I know it th- a lot of things are crazy. He even touched on like student loans, which I yeah, thought were really I funny. That. I loved it. <laughs> I thought that was so so funny. I thought it was funny too, but I really thought like that was like he's talking to the people that are like got them loans. And yeah, just to touch on that too, because it's not they're older people and there are a lot of people younger than us that he that they didn't that didn't watch uh blues clues that have student loans. And what what I'm trying to get to is just today actually I saw someone or a meme saying Steve wasn't talking to anyone born after 97 but i'm like you don't want to exclude people like i get it it's funny but i'm like you don't want to he's talking to everyone like anyone scrolling through tiktok uh ig that he's talking to you I don't think ex- you're not excluded yeah no i don't think it should be an exclusionary thing i know it, you know it's a funny meme or whatever but yeah, yeah it's i think he was just addressing everyone, you know, just everyone having a rough time, everyone that's going through this, you know, the pandemic hasn't been fun. Everyone's always a sucker for nostalgia also. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw, but that was like, so all three of the Blue's Clues hosts, like, did a video together. And that was like part of that campaign. So, you know, everyone's just a sucker for it. Everyone loves it. Everyone's like down with it. And it's just nice to have those like affirming words. And I don't know if you know or remember this, but it kind of reminded me back in the day, you know, when unfortunately we we went through September 11th and Mr. Rogers did a special broadcast to kids. Yeah. So his show had been off the air for a number of years. You know, he was retired, but he felt so compelled because of what was happening to address I mean, really, it's like the the phrase I think is akin to like uh, children of all ages, right? Yeah. So from zero to 99, you know, type deal. Um, but he felt the need to address it because, you know, some some kids just don't know how to address those feelings. You know, they don't yeah. know how to tackle it. And I think this was obviously not the same deal because we didn't go through like a terrorist event. But it, it's we're going through another hard time of um, – of our lives right now in the country's life. And yeah, I just, it, that's what it really reminded me of that. And I was like, Oh, you know what? Like it's a guy seeing what's going on and wanting to let people know just, Hey, I'm here. You're here. I didn't forget about you. Somebody out there cares. And I want you to know it'll get better. Like we will get better, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I really enjoyed that. I was, I was happy that that like graced my timeline the other day. <laughs> Yeah, I like that you brought that up because now that I think about it, I remember like hearing snippets about it, um, about the Mister Rogers thing. I was like, yeah, it's very akin to that, especially now. We need, we definitely need it. Um, yeah, because when I first saw it, I was just like, yeah, like I'm, I'm all right. Like, not, I don't want to say like I'm good. Forget those guys that are doing bad, but I'm like, I'm good. I'm in a good place. Like, I can yeah. be better. And hopefully one day I can get to that place too and be like, you know, inspire people. Like, yo, come on. Like, we're, we're in this together. And, and the one thing about, like, him and the one thing 
about him and the pandemic, it's still kind of like we're all in this together. And that's what I, I liked about it. Like, I didn't feel left out. Everyone posting online, I'm like, you saw it too. I, you saw it. We all feel the same way. We feel that nostalgia ting, tinge or whatever the word is. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, I, it made me take a deep breath. And I was like, yeah, it was like a nice like pause, right? It was kind of like, you know what? Stop thinking about all the crazy stuff. Stop worrying about what's going on. Just listen to my voice and chill. And I mean, honestly speaking, I I don't think we're on that level by any means, but I mm. I want that to be our show, right? Like it's yeah. like a, a nice little respite for everyone to just kind of like turn their brains off. Yeah. Turn their brains off and chill, you know? And you I know think <laughs> I think Steve uh, did that. Yeah, he de- definitely did. Um, when you said that, I just immediately, what popped in my brain. It's kind of funny. I want our show to be like like the end of an 80s cartoon where we just like inspire kids. Like, you know, don't litter. <laughs> Go recycle like uh, Captain Planet or like yep. uh, G.I. Joe. Uh, but yeah, I-, I want it to be like You can that. be a hero too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, maybe you know what for the video for like the VOD people that you know one day we'll be watching. Maybe we'll start doing that. We'll just make little skits or little like end clips of us like with a super positive message. Yeah, like 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 cut top. open a milk carton, put soil in it, and plant a bean, <laughs> and you have a little tree. The more you <laughs> like, know, <laughs> like Zoom, <laughs> just doing arts yeah. and crafts. Mm-hmm. I'm with mm-hmm. it. I'm with it. <laughs> yep. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try and do that as we <laughs> as we like evolve. We're gonna Just start putting like super. What is it? Um, Saturday morning. No, was, was it? Which one? No, it was a uh, afternoon specials. Oh yeah. yes. We're, yes, we're gonna have like an afternoon special. Like, yeah, let's make a rocket with baking soda and stuff. Yep, we're gonna we're gonna have like a little learning. A little learning point yeah. at the end. For all ages, <laughs> you know, you're gonna be like you know 47, and you're still gonna learn something new. Yeah, we'll we'll build the the paper mache volcano. We'll do like I said the 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 planter with the with the little bean and the milk carton. Um, we got to find some other like cliche ones, but we'll we'll yeah. we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll work our way there. We'll we'll have a guest too. We're doing some yeah. Stuff. We'll we'll try and get Bill Nye if he's still alive by the time we get famous. He will always be. He he will be down for it. Yeah, I'm sure. Like I feel like. He'd be like, oh, you know, I just found this little cute podcast and it just are mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. numbers skyrocket. Yep. That's yeah. that's what I'm hoping. That because of this new idea that we just had, yeah. this little like learning segment at the end, Bill and I will discover us and just rocket us to the moon and we'll do a little skit with him. Not to not to go too off in a tangent, but we get um wow, I'm just blanking on his name. He's friends with Bill Nye, too. <laughs> Are you talking about Neil deGrasse Tyson? Thank you. I knew it started with an N. I was like... Yes. They're like best friends, right? Like, yeah. Like, I'm 100%. But yes, they both need to be on the show. Um, we could just talk wonders of the world. and I would just I would just sit there with my mouth open. Like, I'd just be like... And just nod to everything they're saying. Yeah, I'd just be like, mm-hmm. I, I understand. I'd be like the, the meme of Kel from Good Burger. Like, I know some of these words. <laughs> we're talking about science and stuff i actually tried to i have one of neil degrasse tyson's books uh astrophysics for 
people in a hurry. It's a good book. It's definitely dense. It's super like it's a it's, it's dense for on the go. <laughs> no, so here's what I mean. It's like so it's a small paperback, but like okay. it's so like information uh, dense. Oh so my like God. it definitely breaks it down to where it's digestible, but it's like it's a lot. Like you're learning like astrophysics. <laughs> like like yeah, it's dumbed down, but like it's still astrophysics. Okay. <laughs> it's a lot. But I want that book. <laughs> it's cool. I I can I can lend it to you. Um no. if I can find it. I don't even know where it is right now. But no rush. um Yeah. So talking about I guess pop culture videos and stuff like that, let's kind of slide into the next thing here. And I wanted to talk about for the one of the first times in recent memory, I'm actually like on par with the pop culture, and I went and I saw Shang Chi. That was I'm not, yeah. I'm not waiting. I saw it opening weekend too. Like I'm not yeah. waiting. I'm not waiting a year or two to to see it. But I saw it opening weekend. Um, another nice little rest from the world. It was fantastic. So before I get into like what I loved about it and everything, I went with some friends along with my wife and. What bothered me the most about this mm-hmm. let's let's call it adventure mm-hmm. right just give it give it some some weight about this journey was that my wife did not earn it at the end of that movie, she was like, "Oh man, that was a great movie, and if you know my wife, she really she's not into the nerd stuff, and she's barely seen any marvel movies we're still uh, making our way through it and she turned around and was like this was a fantastic movie and i was like you don't get to say that yeah. i was like <laughs> i was like you know how long it took us to get here 2008 I like, baby i was like and even before then spider-man 3 both fantastic fours like oh you think you trying to take her back <laughs> before the yeah, like you. you know like you think you have the right to tell me this? Let alone the MCU stuff. Like Let's you got a blade. <laughs> yeah, blade. Like you, you think this is good? You didn't earn this. This was fantastic. I sat here and I got a miracle washed over my face. You know the things we had to. Do? You remember Daredevil? You remember that Ugh. movie? Ugh. He was in a leather Voldemort. suit. Yeah, he was in a leather suit. Leather. He can't jump around in that. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather. Yeah, so he can't do that. that. Realistically, he can't. So anyway, Deadpool, the first one, remember that in Wolverine? We went through that. We had to go through that. So we earned this. I earned this. Deadpool in Wolverine, yes. yes. Yeah, in Wolverine, that one. You remember that he had like thing. Cyclops vision, mouth sewn shut, the one big sword claw. I earned Shang Chi. I've Gee, spent yes. money, hundreds of pound, thousands of dollars. I think you could have paid tickets. off your loans. <laughs> oh, probably <laughs> movie tickets, memorabilia, clothing, oh, video God. games, it's cartoons. Taking me through the times. I earned that. I earned it, and she just had it so Just easily. give it to her. 
Yeah, it was just given to like placed at her feet. And she was like, wow, that was a great movie. And I was like, how dare you? And I just want to say one thing for our audience. Uh, Justin and his wife have my Disney account, and she had all this time mm-hmm. to watch all the Marvel movies. Yep. And as I'm, I'm just putting my hands together, if you're just listening, and I'm just thinking to myself, what happened? <laughs> so we're making our way steadily. My wife is not, to her credit, she is not a movie person, but she has okay. started the she has started the journey. It does take us a little while to get through stuff, just because, like I said, she's not a big movie person. She's um, she's really watching it for me, which I love. So you know, she's engaging in the culture for me. So that's okay. fantastic. So that's I mean, great. I do. I would love to watch it a little quicker, but. We are still making our way through phase one. We are, we've watched Iron Man one, two, and Thor. She really liked Thor. She loved Cat Dennings in it. Thor was cool. Um, and I think she really, you know, it has a little bit of humor. She liked the romance part. So I think she, she had a lot to cling on there. She really liked Shang-Chi for all the humor that was in it. Mm. Um, so going back to that. So I thought it was fantastic. I mean, I'll go spoiler free for a couple minutes and then I'll definitely drop some things. But I thought the villain was great. I, I really liked how they explained mm-hmm. his thing. Yeah. I loved the um the soundtrack was like pretty cool. I liked it. It was random, like but like I like I think it flowed with the movie very, very well. That was something that yeah. I picked up on from the beginning. Um and then I think the story was great. Like the the full character development I thought was really, really cool. The comedy in it I thought was very like earned. Marvel. It wasn't yeah. yeah, it wasn't like cheap shots or anything weird or dumb or shoehorned in there. Um I think the two main characters work off each other very well. Yeah. Um and then I think it had some great action. The fighting was some of the best I've ever seen. It was fantastic. The close-up, hand-to-hand, like, you felt the weight of every punch, and it was very, like, obviously choreographed extremely well. The complete opposite of the first season of Iron Fist. Oh, my Um, God. Another Voldemort, you shouldn't say. I thought it was was great. Um, What about you? You saw it, too. No. Uh, Yeah. I I saw it. It I liked it a lot. when it comes to, as a as a film, not looking at it as a nerd, I compare it to Black Panther, mm-hmm. uh, in the sense that like specifically the end, like you know, in mm-hmm. most Marvel movies, there's always these yeah. faceless enemies that are just fighting to fight. Like in Black Panther, you had two sides with the main, you know, they had reasons to fight each other, and you yeah. knew why. Um, it was it was just two sides of the same coin. And mm-hmm. for Shang Chi, I don't want to say two sides of the same coins because that's a different uh, story, but they were fighting for certain reasons, but for me, yeah. like the villains troops or his goons, as I would say to me, were faceless because they're just following the leader. But I like yeah, the villain because yeah, I, I, I like the, I like the leader because he had a reason why he was a villain. Cause to me, he wasn't really a villain because if not to spoil it, I'm not going to say anything, but if I was in his shoes, who knows? I probably would have wanted to do what he was trying to do. No. Um, and you can't say that about, and I'm mad I remember his name from Thor 2, Malekith. I don't know what he was doing. Um, I don't even remember what 
Thor 2 was about. I just remember the hammer, and that was the best thing about it. But, um, yes, and the same thing. Music was great. Um, I thought it was cool. I remember some of the, I want to say some of the, I don't, who's the rapper? Uh, Anderson Park had like a one main, uh, it was his track at the end. Um, I'm trying to like go through the movie. Uh, I love that it ties into other things without being Iron Man 2 about it, where it wasn't like, hey, we have to set up for this. The way it ends, it's like, okay, now that was perfect. And you know what I'm talking about. Like it, yeah. It's like, oh, look, we're still part of this yeah. universe. Um, yeah, like there's still other things going on and we're going to be a part of it. Like, yeah, I, th- I, th- I agree. I think they, they did that right. Um, and yeah, but uh, everything was great about it. Uh, the only thing I, I, I'm saddened because it and I know this is not the first movie where he wasn't in it. This, we're on our third movie um, post uh, uh, Endgame where Stan Lee is not in it. And it's just weird. And yeah. like I thought well, I'd get the- over it, but it's like... They said out of respect that they wouldn't like CGI him in anything, or even um, show it like posters too, because he wasn't on Netflix. Yeah, I I would love I don't know like some sort of like some sort of mention whether it's like a plaque on a building or like a I see what you're saying a name on like a a card or something you know like I don't know the, I, I'm not expecting to see. Like his face everywhere, or yeah. super blatant, but just like a little thing. Like, I, like you would I, have to see it in the YouTube video. Like, oh yeah, yeah so, Easter egg. So like, yeah, nice little Easter egg. Like in um, so one of the things that kind of comes to mind is you remember in Into the Spider Verse when he's going through his phone and you see some of like mm-hmm. comic book yes. writer names. I see what you're saying. So like, yes, something like that where it's super subtle, or like in Did you see Soul? Yes, I did see so. Yes. Yeah. So you remember in when they go into what is it? I think it was 23 her room and she had all the name tags of the different mm-hmm. people and it was like yeah. you saw it was like world leaders and like super famous people that had been her like mentors like there yeah. Stanley like like very subtle things that like only like eagle-eyed fans like that are searching are going to find it or like frame by frame lookers on YouTube you know, stuff like that. I wouldn't mind that. I think that would be a nice way to kind of keep his legacy going. Um, I like that. But, but you know, it's, I mean, we'll, we'll see. You know, it's, I, I get why they're doing it. Yeah. Um, I, I forget what I read, but I think it was just using images. Like the one, one mm-hmm. I remember was, uh, I think it was season two of, uh, of one of the Netflix shows. Like he was, because he was the captain of a police precinct, but it's just like a picture of him. So I, yeah. I know they wanted to stop doing that. So I'm like, I like the idea of the name because it's like, oh, like his if his name is just always in a movie, that'd be cool. Because then it's not if you don't see it, you don't see it. But his name is still yeah. there. Part yeah, and still, I don't think it's still part yeah. of like he's the DNA of the MCU, still mm. you know bleeding into it. You know. Yeah, and I don't think it's you know it's it's not like you know you're not putting his face out there just for like views or something, you know, like I, it's a little more respectful. Um, so I think it, I think just put in the name somewhere would be great. Um, I will say one spoiler, really spoiler E thing about the movie was spoilers. I, yeah, spoilers. I loved the inclusion of, uh, Oh my God. What was his name? Big guy, the bat, 
the bad guy from Iron Man 3. Oh, uh, Trevor Slattery. Trevor. Trevor. I And I called it in the theater. So they're so in that scene they they're in kind of like a dungeon thing or whatever and they they're hearing some noise and they go to investigate it's Trevor. So in the in the theater they're in the dungeon I lean over to my friend and I was like, "Bro, how crazy would it be if that's Trevor?" And Trevor pops up and I was like, "Oh." Like trying to contain myself. I love that it kind of kind of calls back to that too. And it's crazy cuz I saw it pop up on Disney, like the short, because those shorts only came out, uh, the one-shot shorts, if you don't know, uh, you guys listening, will come up on the DVDs after the movie's release home video. But that was the only short to come up on Disney+. Plus. I was like, why would they do this? And I was like, okay, Mandarin. I was like, okay. But I didn't, while I was sitting there, I was just like, until like I actually saw him, I was like, oh, okay, I see it now. Because I remember seeing that short. I don't know if you've seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've seen it. Yeah, so like, I thought it was cool. And but the short made him uh, the the I, I guess the the Mandarin the actual Mandarin more menacing. He is menacing in this movie, but uh, it well, seemed I mean, like he was a lot more. I, I don't know if you think about. Oh, you mean like Trevor's Mandarin? No, no. I, what I mean is in the short when he's in jail. Yeah. And then and this like agent go goes into yeah, yeah. He's just like yeah, we're here because we're the real Ten Rings. Yeah. And the way it went that 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 vibe. I was just like, oh, the real Mandarin is actually super, like... Uh, well, I mean, if, if you think about it, I mean, but, you know, spoilers again, real quick, mm-hmm. but in the in the movie, the guy mm-hmm. is undying. He's been, like, a yeah. top, like, bad guy for thousands of years, yeah. and, like, he does his own thing and topples governments and stuff like that, so, I mean, he's pretty powerful. Not, he's not, like, a celestial being, like, supernatural yeah. type deal but he's in as far as like humans go he has like some powers and stuff so he's pretty menacing yeah and i think it lines up with like the character you know yeah him being but, like um, Yo, you you can't do that <laughs> <laughs> uh but that was really cool uh, I, I like that little callback also i don't know if this is like a hot take but cutest character ever in an MCU movie is in this movie. <laughs> Morris, to me, Morris stole the show. As soon yeah. as he came up, I was like, oh, I need to own a plushie. Like a plush. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watch a Funko Pop come out for it too. Yeah, uh, duh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but I need like, like literally like to be right next to my Mooncake plush, I need a Morris plush. Because it was he was so cute. Immediately, he, I saw him and I was like, so adorable. Uh, also, spoilers, and give you time to just say, um, yeah, that was their reaction too, which was crazy. <laughs> that was it was hilarious. They were just like, they were just like, what? oh my god. <laughs> and it's yeah, like it was, didn't have a face, but it was still cute. Like, ugh, yeah. it was fantastic. Its nickname um, was cute. Won't say it for yeah. the for the audience, but its nickname was yeah. cute. Yeah, yeah. Great movie, yes. Just it was a great, fantastic, movie. Um, and. Fun fact, just found out today or yesterday, audience score on Ryan Tomato is the highest of all superhero movies, which is yeah. crazy. Because I was I like, wait. That. But then it was like, it's not Ryan Tomato's credits. It's audience. Mm, I was like, audience. wow. It beat out Spider-Verse, Wonder Woman. I want to say Dark Knight. It was crazy. Like It was like the top. Of any, 
it's of any superhero movie ever. Oh, and wow. on top of that, I think that's kind of like a big – it's an even bigger win because I don't know if you remember, but the CEO – I forgot who. I don't think it was – one of the top dogs at Disney said that Shang-Chi was going to be an experiment. Oh, yes. He, I remember And that. he kind of like was like, oh, you know, it, it is what it is. And they had the, the main character, the main actor. Same Yeah, he made it like, no, we're not an experiment. Like we're here. Like this is going to be – this is groundbreaking. And yeah. I mean, he's right. Not only is it a fantastic Asian American superhero, like who would have freaking thought, but it was a fantastic movie. And I think the whoever said that kind of ate their words because, you know, yeah. it, this is I, I see him now like no one cared about Shang-Chi. Like when they announced it, I was like, oh, all right, I get like I didn't know what it was. I had to kind of like brush up on it. And like, I yeah, had that's no the thing for most people. Because like I I I was aware of Shang Chi the character in the Marvels, but I don't know him like that. So that's why I was like I had no expectations. Not that I was gonna yeah. be like oh it's gonna be a whack movie. I just didn't know what it was. Yeah, gonna I just be had about. no yeah. And then it came in and crushed it. Like literally out the gate, one of the best MCU movies, including the OGs. Like mm-hmm. he came in and held his own. And you know not only is that you know, director and writing team or whatever, but it's, it's the actors, it's the content, it's how they, it's the passion that they showed through the screen and it, it, it shows, you know? hundred um, percent. And I loved Aquafina's character's uh, yeah, arc. I, I yeah. loved her arc because it, mm-hmm. it really kind of touched me in, in a way and like, because she was always aimless, her character. She's always doing random jobs. But then, like, I think for the longest job was being, uh, what do you call those guys? Valet. The valets. And it's just like she didn't know what to do when she tells one of these other characters. She's like, yeah, I don't know what to do. And then she found what she wanted. And I like that. Yeah, she was like, she was like, yeah, I'm not going to, I know my limitations. I'm not going to start something. That was and, so you know, millennial, though. <laughs> It was. It, I felt it completely. And then when the person said, like, uh, the quote, and it was like, if you don't aim at anything, you'll never hit something. The target, yeah. Right? Yeah, and I was like, oh, my God. that It's so true. Like, if you don't commit, of course you're not going to be able to do anything. Um, so sticking, like, segueing over, but sticking with movies. First off, before we move on to the next topic, I have to give this honorable mention um, new Spider-Man news. Andrew Garfield yet again denying his involvement in the new Spider-Man movie, but oh. we're gonna enter the we're gonna enter the spoiler zone again really quickly. I don't know. It's rumors. It's rumors. But this but is is you- this your theory? No. Oh, okay. Not my theory. This is a, a concrete evidence rumor. <laughs> did you see the picture? Did you see the picture? I, I did see the picture. And I think I so, want to say I saw two pictures, but one of them you're, we're, we've seen. Yeah. There's uh, so we're, out we're, there, out there in the interwebs, there is a picture of nowadays, present day. Andrew Garfield donning his Spider-Man suit again. And it's like, it's against a green screen or whatever, but it looks like he's, his involvement is a thing and he's just been denying it. Um, And it looks like, you know, battle torn and all that, his mask is off. So now all we need is confirmation from Toby. 
and <laughs> Papa Toby, and we know. Papa Toby, but Big Daddy Tobes. I just, all I need because this was just a teaser. I just need a trailer. The trailer. We're not will ready. Confirm it. We're not, but we, we're not ready. I think when we're we not. get it, the world just ends, like the sun expands. Literally, a solar flare jets out of the sun, oh wipes out all of humanity in a blink of an that eye. Just, no one's gonna feel anything. And that's it. We we have hit the peak because that trailer, it, it, we, it's it's too much. It's just too much. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw like the Sony junket, the the conference that they had yesterday. So it was, uh, it was for PlayStation. I, yeah, I was gonna say I saw the PlayStation. Yeah, but yes. Yeah, it was for PlayStation. So and then they also announced the the new Spider Man game, and it's you know Which confirms that. Yeah, and, and it confirms Peter and Miles are side by side, and I mean we knew it at the end of the first Spider-Man game, but main villain looks like it's going to be Venom, confirmed again. So Whoa. I think, sorry, not to cut you off, but what? not just Venom. Remember, if you if you heard the the, so I'm going off of highlights. I didn't watch the the conference. Oh, you didn't but watch? You gotta, it. Oh, yeah. I'll you, tell you, you this. So little, I, you got no, no, because when I, I just watched it like uh, an hour ago, um, the voiceover sounds like Craven because he's talking about how, yeah, he's like, no one's ever challenged me, blah, 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 this and that. But what? then when Venom speaks, it sounds, it's not, the voice is not the same. Yeah. Venom says, we are red, like we can, like, I forget the words verbatim, but he says, yeah. we something, something. And, but the entire trailer, I'm like, that's Craven. Like, because think about it. if you remember, like the nineties, he's always like, "Oh, I need someone to yeah. challenge me," blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But if Craven is the villain, I think it's gonna be something, and I think Venom is just a red herring. Like he's gonna be a villain, but he's mm-hmm. not like because my yeah, there's my, gonna be yeah, other yeah. yeah. I think like Venom is just gonna be like oh, because I'm in my head is you know the Venom Spider Man thing already happened, mm-hmm. so yeah. maybe who, which Venom is this one? No, we don't know. Mm-hmm. So. We'll see. So, I mean, according to the last game, it looks like it's going to be Harry Osborn instead of, like, the traditional Eddie Brock. And, mm. I mean, I'm down with that. I don't I don't really care who's the host. Like, I'm, I'm fine with it. Um, but, I mean, Venom being an anti-hero, like, it could be a thing where, like, they have to team up at the end to take down Kraven because Kraven's hunting both of them. Like, I, I'm I'm down with that. I like Kraven as a, as a villain. I'm sorry that he hasn't been included in movies yet, and uh, I'm sure he will be. And I know that yeah. there's been rumors flying around that he'll be included, but Facts. it'll be cool. So, yeah, that's the honorable Marvel mention for this week's update on Spidey Rumor Mill. I got to come up with, like, a clever name for that. Like, I, I, I was just going to say that because <laughs> we talked about this last time. So it's like, yeah. this is part two. I'm just going to – yeah, it's just going to be <laughs> like an ongoing thing. I'm always going to have some Spider-Man news. So and then I guess sticking with the movie theme, right, let's jump on into an, another trailer that's just kind of like blowing people's minds right now. And this I did see firsthand was the Matrix trailer, Matrix you were Resurrection. <laughs> I was on set with the Wachowski sisters, and uh, I, I actually gave the green light for it to come out. You know, oh, okay. I, I, I was like, you know, we waited long enough. We can we can give it to the people. Um, but no, seriously, it. So I watched all three Matrix movies. Um, 
I was a pretty big fan, like back in high school. Um, I enjoyed it. The first one being my favorite. Um, I haven't seen them in a in a couple of years, but what bothers me is like the end of three was pretty like finite. Like it was very much like Neo dies and sacrifices himself. Like so, I'm not sure why he's still alive in the matrix like it kind of seems like he got replugged in somehow and that's mm-hmm. like super duper weird because his sacrifice was supposed to like bring it all down so like this doesn't keep happening so i, I just i don't know it's weird i also like like you know he's like a normal guy again and like you know it it's uh, a new Morpheus comes out of nowhere and is like, hey, take this pill again and we'll go down the rabbit hole all over again. And it's like, what? And, yeah. you know, they showed snippets of um this new Morpheus. I keep, like, I, I, I honestly don't know the character's name. I haven't done any research into that. But whenever I see it pop up, like, on, like, Instagram or whatever news feed that I've been looking at, they've been calling him Morpheus, which is... Well, Yaya, the actor... When he posted that picture, he typed in all caps and just that Morpheus. Um, so like that that in itself is super annoying because Morpheus very clearly died in what the second one. So yeah. I don't I don't get why that's happening. Um, I mean, I'm happy they got Trinity to come back for it with Keanu, right? I don't I don't know Trinity's actual name. I forget. But um, yes, I forgot to. That actress can't coming back to be with Neil. It's 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 awesome. Um, the agents are back, which yet again I don't understand how that's a thing because I'm pretty sure he took them all out. But fine. Um, and then they also show this a snippet of a I don't know, like an adult, like a black woman, and I'm assuming that's like the new Oracle. Um, mm. So it's like it seems trippy, you know, like the other Matrixes were. Um, I'm gonna see it. Like I'm intrigued. I want to see more in in like more trailers because it was just so weird. I, I that's think, like the the best yeah, way to put it. It was I, just weird. One to me. thing I love about this trailer is that it doesn't spoil anything. Like, and you know me with trailers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I watch the first teaser and trailer, and then I feel okay. But when you just tell me the movie, I'm like, why well, am I gonna go see this? Yeah. And then I the only, get upset about it. The only thing is the I don't really know what's going on. You know? Exactly. And I think that's like for a trailer, you're supposed to get a, a sense, right? Of mm-hmm. what the story is. And the only thing I'm getting is Neo is back, you know? Yeah. And that's it. And the other half of it being like, let's say you're new new to the genre, right? Yeah. Or not new to the genre, but new to the franchise. Yeah. You know, you you're like, what is happening? Like, why does any of this matter? It so I don't know. Yeah. It seems cool. Like, I'm gonna go see it. Um, I I would I really need another trailer though. I need because it gave me too many questions. I think because they threw a lot in the yes. trailer. Yeah, and like I I was seeing some breakdowns and stuff, and one of them actually shows in like a frame by frame thing when there's like those soldiers going through. Somebody's actually watching the yeah. original matrix movie mm-hmm. in the matrix four. So 
the Matrix as a movie with Keanu Reeves exists in this Matrix 4 world. So, yeah. I don't know. There was just a lot of questions. And I, I, typically when it comes to movies like this, I like to have one or two questions. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because it's a trailer. You know, you're not supposed to know everything. But this one, I was just like, why? Like, there was every single thing that they showed. I was like, why? What is happening? You how are those robots? all the questions. We're like, who, I was like, like where, how why? How, yeah, like, how are those robots? Sometimes those robots. Yeah, I was just like, how are those robots back? How are the agents there? Like, what is happening? Like, last yeah. time I left this thing, everyone was good. And he died. Like, yeah. died. Like, sacrifice straight up. Literally, it looked like he got crucified. And he was laying down, arms out as they took him away and then the big explosion happened to me that means death when you go into a massive explosion in this crazy nether realm i feel like you're you're bye-bye right yeah (laughs) so i don't know i don't know i mean again i'm gonna go see it and all that but so it's uh (laughs) it's weird so for our, our listeners that are coming back for this episode you know the answer my answer to this is either science and seven. Um, that's that's the answer I'm going to give you. Um, online, there's been a lot of theories immediately after this trailer. Uh, well, actually, before the trailer, when they showed the screenshots and there were theories popping around. Um, I did or not God, want wait, to... You got to remember, or oh, God. Jesus. So it's Jesus. So it's science, yeah. Jesus, or seven. Yes, yes. So all three. Um, but yeah, I tried... And my brain is always going to, I think we all do this. We always theorize, but like, I try to avoid like uh, going on the internet, like, ah, this is what's happening. Uh, my, the way I took it, I'm just going to see it. Like I'm going to wait to see it. But then I kind of have these, I don't want to say expectations, but my own answers, like that's not really Morpheus. Cause I was just like, to me, Morpheus is Lawrence, but I'm like, to me, he's dead. What if it's just a, uh, you know, an AI or whatever, they're going to make something up. And I was like, all right, leave that, that. How did uh, Neo come back? I feel like to me, because I remember specifically at the end of Res- uh, Resurrection, uh, the end of three, he was blinded. So I'm like, okay, so we're the whole time we've been seeing a Neo that's in the matrix. So we don't know. Um, and what was the other thing? Oh, you said something about like uh, the agents, which to me, I wish they got this guy back because I think he was phenomenal. I don't know if he didn't want to come back because I know Lawrence didn't want to. I, I think Lawrence said he's not going to do it or something. I forget what it was. He knew he was just not going to be in this. Um, but my thing, I don't know, because I was just looking at it. My, I'm just like, yo, Neil's staying here for Trinity. But I was like, what, what's going on? And that, exactly. I feel the same way. But I made these answers for myself to just fill in the gaps, like mm-hmm. fake gaps. And I'm going to just go with it until the movie blows my mind Mm -hmm. and yeah i agree with you wholeheartedly like the last movie was finite it was a nice thing um and we were blessed with it yeah like it very much ended it like that was it and i was like i was okay with it it wrapped it up i mean you know it, it, it got mixed reviews or whatever um and i think the other big thing you know review wise with this movie is it's like not only does it have the I guess the cachet of this like massive franchise that like mm. is loved and like pretty much worshipped as a religion by millions of people. 
Um, you know, you you have that big burden of like living up to that franchise, but also telling a new story that's going to bring people in and answer all these new questions that you are now proposing. Like yeah. it was done, sealed up, and you opened it up and added a bunch of crap. So now it's up to you to make it make sense. And I feel like that's a pretty like like I don't know any that's movie hard. that does that. It's it's hard. It's hard to kind of rise to the occasion and and meet all those expectations of people because like I mean the best uh what call it the best example or the worst example that comes to mind is The Hobbit, mm. right? I thought that it was, you know, I saw the first one. I saw half of the second one. I didn't see the third. Um, but from the first minute of the first movie, I was like, oh, it doesn't have the same magic. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't like you, you You can see the passion. You sense it. And that, yeah. And that's the thing that, that truly makes the difference with these sequels and revivals and stuff. Like, is that passion still there? You know, like. We're talking about this huge endeavor that happened, you know, Matrix and Lord of the Rings, right? They filmed these movies back to back. It was a huge amount of passion and like willingness to kind of show all this new crazy stuff on screen. Mm-hmm. Like, can you dip back into that? Like, can you take the company pen, dip it back in the ink, and be like, let's continue the story? Like, that's hard. Yeah. Especially and, and I agree. 20 years. Exactly. I was just going to say that. I was like, this is another nostalgia cash grab. Like, look, I love Keanu Reeves to death. He's never going to die. But he, because of his rise, because of John Wick, and he's in everything, they're like, oh, wait, he's making money. Let's let's do the Matrix again. So and, apparently I yeah. heard that mm. the Wachowskis had this stored away. Mm. Like just well, in one case. of them is not working on it right now because uh, I think she wanted to take a break. I, I think I read that recently. I would have to go oh, back. Yeah? yeah, I think it's just one of them now. Oh well, I I know that both yeah. of them had pending. Well, they had it. Yeah, yeah. Both both of the Wachowski sisters had had penned it and they had it. But this is what I heard that it was something that had been spoken about like a while ago and like it had like I guess like a rough draft or something had been penned and it just like they didn't want to do it unless there was like certain you know, parameters that met their standards were met. So, and I'm assuming now, like you said, with the rise of Keanu again, like they're like, all right, I think this is a great time to, I mean, not only to tell the story, but to cash in. Yeah. That, and then it's like some, and I, I could understand if there are certain things, like you said, parameters, like to me, what first thing came up is technology. Like, you know, when George Lucas wanted to do the prequels, he was like, wait till the technology gets better. So it's like I think that's like that's the first thing that pops up. Obviously, there's other things, um, but yeah, uh, one of my favorite and the best theory at all, and I would be super behind it if John Wick is Neo. So yeah, this I've whole time this, we've been yeah. watching, we've been watching Neo just living a different life, and he just wakes up in four. He's like, "Wait, I'm not John Wick." <laughs> like, like that would be dope. I mean, listen. If we, I, I, that would be really, really cool, right? It would, like it would be fan. Never dies in all of them. <laughs> like it's fan service for sure, but like it would be cool fan service. Yeah, I'm gonna write it. <laughs> I'm just gonna write it. Just shotgun it into the internet. Someone will pick it up. Go for it! Hell yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I stand by you on this. Uh, it's just 
so much is going on, questions that need answering. And it's Christmas. I'm happy. It's right there. We got yeah, Spider-Man. We got Dune. We quick. got this. We got... Oh, I love it. And the thing is, we, because I hate when trailers tell you something like three years before. Yeah. So you get it. Like this, and I know because of the pandemic, it kind of shortened things. But mm-hmm. it's one of the good things of it. Because it's like, oh, we get to see this. Like, Well, it's like back in the day, right? Like you saw... Like when we were yeah. younger, you saw trailers in the movie theater a couple mm-hmm. of months before they were coming out. It wasn't... You got this teaser two years ago, and then you're gonna see it. Like, no, it's or it got announced two years ago. It was like, no, if you weren't in that movie when the trailer came out, right? Yeah. Then you'd have to wait like another couple weeks to a month to see it on TV, and then like right, literally right before it's about to yeah. drop. So yeah. I'm happy. I like the shorter timelines when it comes to trailers, whether it be movies or video games, stuff like that. Like, I I want it way closer to the finished product. Yeah. And to be honest, if you think about it, and I'm not a financial guru when it comes to the Hollywood, you know, stuff, um, you save more money. Think about Black Widow. They've been showing that trailer from (laughs) forever. And they spent all that money to just finally get it out. For like two years. And then to show it again. Hey, guys, remember, Black Widow's still here. And now they're in this thing with Black Widow. But that's not here. We talked about that already. But yeah. Yeah, man. It's great. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, we're going to hop into another topic, which is kind of, it's a sad one. Uh, Michael K. Williams passed away. Uh, well, as of the as of time recording, this happened earlier this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, the Basically, the story was that they found him dead in his apartment in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And initially when I heard the story and it's annoying that the first blips of information is like, he probably OD, but it's like, I didn't know his history like that, but yeah. after reading into it, they said that he had a history with drug use mm-hmm. and then that's what had happened. But I, I hate that. That's the mm-hmm. first thing they insinuate. Like, Oh, that's, this is what happened. Um, from the stuff that I've seen of him, it was great. And it sucks. Cause like he was 54 years old. And he's old, and these are actors, like people that are just passing away. Like when people pass, like to me as a writer, I was like, oh, I want to work with that guy. And he was one of those people. And I was just like, damn. And I know people that have been posting online that have talked about it. They always reference The Wire because that's like the one show that like made it like bust him out into Hollywood. It's just, it's just crazy. Um, yeah, I. I yeah, say what you're gonna say. No, I mean, yeah, it sucks. I mean, obviously, it's always sad when anyone passes, but unfortunately, you know, he had an immense talent, and it um it it just kind of stings that much more because now you know the world goes without. Um, I mean, I really liked him in in Community. His little stay in that it was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, it's super weird credit, but he was in. Was it 2K19 or 20 was, in the in the story mode? Yeah, yeah, he was. I and I remember seeing him in that. And I was like, "What?" I was like, "How much money did they pay to get that guy in there?" And I mean, I it it definitely sucks because he was a great actor. Um, and and I True think in thespian. 
Yeah, and most of the stuff he did, he was always like kind of like critically acclaimed, you know. Um, yeah. So it it definitely sucks, and it's it's kind of like you know one of, and I mean fifty four, like that's not old, you know. He's yeah, that, pretty it, young. It really bugged me out, and because everything I've I've heard he was in or seen he was in, like I've mm-hmm. always wanted I. To this day, I still haven't seen The Wire because I feel like I'm not mm-hmm. ready to see that yet. Like, I know it's a great yeah. show. I've only seen the first episode. Boardwalk Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, the one show that I can say I've seen in its entirety, which I love this show, and I'm sad that it never got to be picked up for another season, Lovecraft Country. Like, he was a main mm-hmm. cast in that. Mm-hmm. It was a great show. Um, he did he did super well. And, and speaking of that... Um, I read online that something about him being a typecasted, like, and yeah. that kind of leads me into what I'm going to say now. I don't know when he did this little monologue, but um, there was a page that I followed that posted it, and it's like a two minute under, like two minutes and change of him talking to all his other characters in like in his apartment, or I'm assuming his apartment, and it's like. Uh, Mike from so it's him. Yeah. It's him as himself, like as Michael K. Williams. Yes, as, and then, yes. Oh, so it's like yeah, he's talking cool. to like Mike from The Wire, Mike from I, I, I want to say Lovecraft Country, and Mike from another show. I forget. And he just goes about because oh. there was this thing that he he didn't want to be typecasted, mm-hmm. and the way it ends is so powerful because it's just like, damn, like it, I don't want to say it's like, it's it's surreal. Like I I don't know the word that I'm looking for that. When you get the chance to see it, 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 it it's gonna you're gonna feel some some type of way too. He basically mm-hmm. says something about like, you know, his fear of getting typecasted, you mm-hmm. know, being the black guy always in jail doing drugs, gangbanging, yeah. and as Mike Michael himself, he's just like, yeah, but I'm just Michael. I, I you know, I'm, I'm just doing these things. Like I'm, I get to choose what I want to do, and it was like a funny little moment where. The guy says some uh, uh, the wire Omar. I mm-hmm. believe his name is Omar. He Omar. He goes, yeah. He goes, like, yeah, man. You know, people always trying to cast us like this, like certain type of way. This is guy. The guy, the guy by the fridge is eating cereal. He's like, you mean black? <laughs> like that was a nice little line. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, but like you know, I. It's like I get to do something the way I want, and I got out. Like he's like, mm-hmm. if you, the only way you get typecast is you either in jail or dead. And like that's how it just ends, and I was just like, like I was just like, damn, like it's just, it, it's it's like in itself meta, like a futuristic yeah. force foresight, uh, uh, prescience. I, I don't know what the word is, but it's it's just weird. I feel like and people I think like he, yeah, that, he was too young. No, yeah, no, no, he was just too young. No, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was saying, um, I think people like that are very aware of themselves. Um, you know, I think, and and it's, you know, it's a lot of actors. It's a lot of famous people. I mean, I'm sure it's a lot of no names too, that we have no idea about, but these people are so in tune with themselves. They know their path. You know, I don't think right then and there, he was like, Oh, I'm going to die in, you know, X amount of years, but he knows who he is and he knew his life. Right. Like, uh, same kind of deal with like Robin Williams, right? Like, yeah, they played their roles just as they wanted, right? And whether it was serious or comedic, they 
were applauded for how they did it and how well they did. And they truly brought inspiration and depth to the characters that they portrayed, whether it's, you know, Robin or uh, Michael K. Williams. And unfortunately, their lives were struck down pretty early on. Um, They had more years to give, but unfortunately, you know, it was their time. Um, And in both instances, it was, you know, self-inflicted. Yeah. You know, we have no idea what goes on in the in the minds of a person, let alone someone that's constantly being bombarded with things in Hollywood. Like the way that I think about it, because, you know, these things happen, unfortunately, with famous people and like, you know, they take their lives. I couldn't imagine being surrounded by everything. Imagine just living a life in excess and you are surrounded by any and everything you could possibly want. But with that comes the eyes of the world watching your every move and the paranoia of like who you can trust. You know what I mean? Like imagine like living a true life of just like you can't do anything without somebody knowing and you know, it, it, then if you think about it through that lens, it kind of makes sense where people turn to vices for that that moment of just, you know, super duper high where like yeah. all they have to do is focus on, you know, being happy for that split second, you know, for yeah. those minutes, those hours, whatever it is. And, you know, I mean, even, you know, also kind of comparing it uh, recently to like Demi Lovato, right? Talking about people that I mean, he's he's been in the public eye and he's been acting for like at what two decades now. Yeah. Well, he was for two two and a half decades, and you know, Demi Lovato spent her entire life in front of the camera. Robin Williams, he was acting since a very young age, straight out of Juilliard. I mean, I know he was he was kind of like bumming around for a little bit, but regardless, young ages, growing up with everything they could possibly want being surrounded by every type of like sin and vice you could think of yeah. on top of all of these fake people and faces like you know it's it's definitely a pressure you know and if you yeah. if you fall to one thing you know unfortunately like drugs or something like that then you just it's really really hard to pull yourself out of that and yeah. i mean my prayers and condolences go out to his you know, family members and friends and to all the fans of his that that lost someone that they care about, you know? Yeah. No, I agree with totally everything you're saying. Like, it's... I had that uh, a moment like... Well, not moment like that. I remember sitting with that thought. Uh, like, yeah, what if... You know, just a hypothetical question to myself. Like, what if one day I write something but then I decide to act? Or if I get it's all hypothetical get good at it or maybe direct and i and i became famous like would i be able to handle that and i know i wouldn't that's why yeah. i've always loved being an architect when it comes to creating stuff i never like i want people to know who i am but i don't want people yeah. to like see me in the street like pop around like yo that's that's jay like like yeah. i i don't need that kind of attention especially for like when, when it comes to like as of you know the couple as of the last couple of years with the rise in mental health awareness like i don't need that and and that speaking of mental health like you would think like 
with stuff like this happening, especially with no-name actors that that are trying to aspire to this, they're I know they can afford it, but I think that needs to be pressured onto taking care of these actors or famous people, like you know, going to therapy, like how are you doing today? Like that that therapist should be your friend. Obviously you're paying them, but like it you know, how's life? Like I, I yeah. don't know what how, what their life is because my my life is normal, but their their life their what they're surrounded is their normal. So if they yeah. if we switch places, I'd be like you know shocked. I'm like, oh my god, caviar, and I can just th- <laughs> throw that money, and they're just sitting in my small apartment, mm-hmm. and they're just like, oh, this is nice. I'm with myself, and they may appreciate that. Yeah, and that's the and that's a weird thing, like. Like, I appreciate that I have a home. I'm happy. But it's just like, mm-hmm. when it comes to the scale of our financials or our, our physical space. No. Um, but yeah, like, uh, prayers go out to, to his family and everything. Like I, I, like, I can sit here and say, like, look, I wanted to work with this guy, but I know he's watching me. He's up there. He's watching everyone that mm-hmm. is trying to make it. Um, mm-hmm. And that makes me feel good. That he's, he's, mm-hmm. I know he's watching my back. Yeah, for sure. Like those are the, that's, and I think that's a great way to take it, right? As a as a young creative, right? It's you know, it's not necessarily like a missed opportunity, right? It's mm-hmm. it's it is an opportunity to rise to that occasion, right? To to take the lessons that they've given us and and go forward and truly like realize your own potential, you know, by seeing others. It's that's that's inspiration, right? Like yeah. you. And in your way of like in your succession and in, in your like evolution as a creative person, like you honor those that came before, right? Yes. Yeah. But yeah. Uh kinda wanna flow into mm-hmm. the next topic. Um, um, but before before we continue oh, yeah. on to that, we will be including that monologue in the oh, yes. description of the podcast, just in case anyone wants to check it out. It'll be a link in there. So just keep an That's eye right. out for that. Thanks for the reminder. Um, yeah, we've been on a reminiscing binge lately, and I just wanted to reminisce about something. Um, I know this is just the there was this is the twenty sixth anniversary of PlayStation One. Mm-hmm. Do you feel old? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what sucks is yeah. <laughs> I've seen like a lot of, um, you know, like posts and stuff like that, right? And in a good amount of them, it's the, do you remember the second variant? And it was called the PS1. Yes. Yeah. Right. And yeah. it was like a little smaller, like rounded edges and stuff. And I've, I look at that and I'm like, that's not even the first one. Like they're talking about that and. I didn't even yeah. have that. I had the other one, the big square that cinder block. block. Yeah. I was Call like, it the VCR. <laughs> it's like, oh, gross. And it's like, I, I mean, thinking about it, right? I'm only two years older than it, right? Like, I'm, I'm 28. But yeah. going back, like, what? I had one, well, me and my dad, right? Because we shared it. I ha- I think I was like four or five when we got it. So it's it was there, man, and then oh, you know, you had it. okay, 
Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I got it as a Christmas present at one point, and then you know he just used it a lot. Um, but it was something like we had so many games, and my dad, you know, FBI and law enforcement, please uh, cover your ears for this. But we used to copy games, and you know we had a little jailbroken ps1 and we would just copy a bunch of games and we had a crazy library um but yeah the memories on that man like everything from like off the top of the dome right like it's area 51 small soldiers um was it army men um crash bandicoot um yeah um, I'm trying to think of more like PlayStation One. Oh, Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think, I had Space Jam basketball on that. I remember that. I had oh, that wow. game. That was so much fun. Um, oh, we had Resident Evil Nemesis. So that was three. I think we had two and three. Um, and a bunch of it's other ones that I'm, <laughs> yeah, that I'm, that I'm definitely forgetting. But yeah, man, that was that was a thing. I remember like booting that up and putting the CD in. It was like, mm. and you hear the thing go, Wee. yep. <laughs> and then the, the intro thing. The and then, I was just gonna say that. Yes, um, I wish I had the similar memories. Um, oh, Spyro. I, ah, yeah, I, yeah, I was. I was just gonna say because I was gonna ask you what were your what was the first memory of your your favorite games, but you kind of like went through them all. Yeah. For me, I wouldn't say because I didn't I didn't own a PlayStation One. I used to my favorite memories when I was younger was uh, watching my cousin play. Mm-hmm. Um, I had an N sixty four, and yeah. my dad bought it for me. But then my cousin was like, "Damn, you should have got a PlayStation so we could trade games." I was like, "Damn!" Like you know, not even we're saying "damn" as you know, seven year old kids were like, "Dang." Dang, man. Um, yeah, and shoot. But I remember just watching him play like games like Final Fantasy VII, uh, Spyro, Crash Bandicoot. Um, games that I remember playing was this like Ninja game. I forget. I think it was called like Ninja or something like that. I forget. You're talking about like, Ninja Gaiden? It wasn't Ninja Gaiden, but it had it was similar. But I kept losing and sucking at it. Um, you know, I was a dumb seven year old, so it's like whatever. Um. Another game, uh, Soul Reaver. Soul Reaver? Watched my cousin play it, and I thought it was the best thing. Because I was like, for for its time, the story, and I don't even remember the story. I just remember the visual. I was like, this story is bomb. I was like, this story is great. <laughs> it was um, crazy. I remember, like, I, as a dumb young kid, I never got too far in it, but I loved it. It was like, you're this crazy, like, Demon yeah, guy, yeah, like yeah, and you gotta get souls from from monsters, and it was. You so remember fun. the opening though? I always remember the opening. So he something happened. I think he like, I think he tried to do something good, but in his world it was like yeah. bad, or you know, because of law and order, and they pushed him off a cliff into like some waterfall, and then he was that was like sentenced to death, and I, I was like, yo, what? And I was like, wait, and I looked at him, I was like, like yo, I was like, I told my cousin, I was like, this is the beginning of the game. He's like, yeah. And I'm like, but he just died. And he's like, no, he doesn't. He comes back as a. Yeah. I was like, I was like, but that was crazy to me. Um, and the cool that was the when he's like Soul Reaver. Yeah. Uh, oh, another game. Uh, it wasn't PlayStation Two. It definitely wasn't. Uh, Bloody Roar. 
Was oh, it, it no, was that was, I think that was PlayStation 1. But, okay. but I, I never actually – I've seen it, but I've never actually played it. I always – so I was good at playing, but I never beat my cousin. He always used the mole, and I used to use the chameleon because I thought the chameleon was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the mole looked cooler, and I was like, damn, I want to use the mole. Yeah, you don't, <laughs> you don't pick based off of strategies and strengths. You pick based the off of how sword. cool you think that character is. Um, um, that was – yeah. Mine was Tekken, but I think I had Tekken uh, on PlayStation 2. Uh, I don't think I had the, the one for PlayStation 1. Um, but yeah, man, 26 years. And like, I know, I think for the wild. 25th year, if they just like did more. Um, yeah. I don't recall a lot happening last year. Well, I guess because of the pandemic. Well, they had a lot for the 25th anniversary. They had the the console. Um, like right? Or was that, the, was that the 20th? Oh, it might have been the they 20th did. anniversary. I know where they, they had the con- the the PS4 console? Yes, yes. That was I think it was the 20th. 20th. Yeah. I think for 25th they kept it kind of low key, but they did like merch and stuff like that. Yeah. Like the it had like old school merch for the 25th anniversary. Um yeah. but yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't think they had any like games or any variants and stuff like that. Yeah. Man. The 20th okay. I think was like the really really big one. Yeah, I re- I remember wanting it and then I think there was only limited amount, and then oh yeah, they were they sold out. So the the closest thing I was like, like ten me, minutes or something, and I was like, let me just get the PlayStation controller just to I feel like I, I couldn't even get that. I got the I theme. Get... I got the theme. Yes, I got the, the, theme. the free theme on the on the PlayStation Four. Yes. Um, I remember and I talking, felt about, it. talking about the controller. Yeah, and it had the same startup noise and everything. Yeah. I loved it. Um, talking about the controllers, I remember when the DualShock One came out for PlayStation, and because remember it didn't have analog sticks; it was yeah. just a regular controller. And when the DualShock came out, it had the vibration and the analog sticks. And I remember I got that, and I was like, "What?" And like, you were most like, of the science? games, like most of the games, you couldn't even use it on yet. Like mm-hmm. it was only like the really newest games. And I remember it was like a Thanksgiving or a Christmas, right? I always had to bring my games with me wherever I went for any family function. Oh, so I brought my place. I had a little carrying case and everything. Shout out to my parents because they always got me whatever video game carrying case so I nice. could bring it with me. So I brought it with me to my grandparents' house and my aunt had brought her dog. And, you know, we were downstairs. It was, I'm, I want to say Thanksgiving. So we had the whole Thanksgiving day, right? And the dog is running around through the house all day. And then the next morning, I go to go turn it on, get my game session in, right? The controller, the analog stick, you remember the rubber? Mm-hmm. It was all chewed up. And I had like a like six-year-old me was just internally screaming and crying. <laughs> like, like, how could they do this? <laughs> like, That's when the villain was born. <laughs> Yep, and I it was just so mad. became a variant. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, we couldn't see that just in real life. Mm-mm. Oh my god, that's but, so sad. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I remember I had Final Fantasy Nine. That was like, I I never mm. even. It took me until like last year or the year mm. before when they re released it and it came oh. to the Switch, where I finally played through it and I beat it. Well, you know what? I think I don't even know if I beat it. I don't think I, I did. got I got FF8. I think I got to the it. end. I I got to the very end. Um but I played through the whole thing. 
um, when I was a dumb kid, I couldn't get past like the first 20 minutes, but I played I it over and over again. Um, what else? Yeah, man. It was just, there's so much, so many things to try and remember with PlayStation one. I mean, PS two, I feel like is where it really like, kind of like exploded with all the different IPs and like, you know, you had a DVD player built in, um, but PlayStation one, man, was, ugh. Is a moment in time. It was. It was. Yeah, exactly. And like, not to take it away from PlayStation, but like I said, the, my best memories, like with the PlayStation, was like hanging out with my cousin because I was always backseat. I was yeah. never the one like, like, or I wanted to play because we were yeah. near in age, but I liked watching him play. Like even like mm-hmm. to this day, like when he used to like back well, a couple hundreds of years ago, I don't know, hundreds of years ago, he used to play Dead Space, and I can't yeah. play. It. You know, when it comes to scary games, I can't play it, but I'd watch him play because I felt like. If he can handle this, I can handle watching this. Same. But, same. Um, I did that with my cousin because he loves yeah. getting scared by video games and stuff like that. And I just, just like now. Nah. I'm just there, like I watch and I'm like, oh, that's crazy. But uh, yeah, because I remember he had oh, he had Toy Story for PlayStation, mm. and I remember watching him. He was playing as Buzz and collecting these coins, and then there were like the soldiers. I thought it was cool. Um, I that wish was I Toy had a Story two. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I wish I had um, a PlayStation, but like I'm happy that I had an N64 because like my memories work more connected to that. Because, um, like I said, not to take it away from it, but like my cousin would come down and like that gave you an opportunity to play other games. So like mm-hmm. I had the green Nintendo 64 with the Donkey Kong yellow cartridge, and I got far in that game. But as like, you would say, I was a dumb kid that couldn't get far enough. I don't know what was stopping me, and because you were a yeah, damn kid. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I remember one of the things, like, when I would have maybe the two, three friends that I had and my cousin, we would play Donkey Kong multiplayer, and you would play all the – you would choose all your characters, and we'd get into an arena and just duke it out. Um, and that was fun. That was fun. Um, so I, I had so I had an N64, but that one was actually my dad's. Like, that was my mm. dad's, and I used to play it, right? And we had all the games. I could never be – Mario 64. It took till I was an adult. Um, Facts. And then, because I was a dumb kid. Same thing with Orcarina of Time. Oh. Till I was an adult. (laughs) Till I was an adult, because I was a dumb kid. And one of the things that me and my cousin, like my cousin, uh, we used to love was um, Goldeneye. And we would just duke it out in multiplayer in in Goldeneye. Or we would switch on and off with missions and go through. Um... I used to have the Spider-Man game on N64. He had Banjo-Kazooie, so we used to like. I used to watch him play that. Um, so many. Again, it's just so so many to think of. Um, yeah, Star Wars: and- Rise of the Empire. Yes, yes. Great game. Stupid kid could not beat the first level. Fantastic game. I used to play that level over and over and over again, and just watch my dad beat it. Yeah. It- uh, the one thing when you describe that, it's cool because it's like I didn't like how people were like, "Oh no, you're an Xbox head, ill," or you have an like. The one thing about having all I, I can, you know, Sony, Nintendo, and Microsoft—they're all making money. But what unites everyone is if you have all three, and like that was the cool thing. Like when my cousin had a PlayStation, I went to his house. Like that, I looked forward to that. He would come to my house. We looked forward to that. We'd play. And, you know, 
one of my core things is being different together. And that yeah. is something that I love. And that kind of like kind of segues me into what my next topic is. But yo, like if I can, like I remember I had Xbox, I used to talk mad smack about PS3, but hey, PS3 is still great. Like it had those IPs that were cool. Um, but yeah, Intellectual like cool properties. Yes, that's what IP means, people. Not AIs. That's artificial intelligence, which we don't want um, yet. Or alienated interlopers. Yes. Oh, that was good. That was good. Um, but yeah, like the, the being different together leads me into what I was going to say. Uh, our next topic, uh, One Piece. The 100th volume came out this week. Um, yeah, I should have a parts too, because I think I talked about One Piece already. <laughs> but that's crazy. 1997. For everyone, One Piece is a anime manga about pirates that we love. It's Jay's favorite, and I really like it as well. It's it's who I am. Like that's it sounds <laughs> corny, but it's who I am. It's 1997. Volumes. Jeez, man, 97. So that means 97. Yeah. Yeah, it came out in 97. So, 07, 17. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What is yeah. it? Like tw- almost 25 years old. Yeah, because I remember the 20th anniversary. I remember each of the anniversaries because I remember they would pop up online. And I was like, yeah. Jeez. That's I'm still wild. here. Um, That's like what other thing say? besides <laughs> like the Simpsons, like what other thing has gone that long? Pokemon. Oh, I guess, yeah. You're right, you're right. Because what, Pokemon was 95, 96? I think the game was 95, the anime was probably 96. Yeah, it was a little later. Because I remember, well, when it came to the States, I was like second grade. Um, So I was seven years old. So yeah. Uh, Yeah, because Pokemon is still going on for the kids now. So it's like, whatever. But anyway. Hmm. um, Yeah, man. The the, the 100th one came out. a, while, a few months back, the thousand chapters came out, which was crazy. Yeah. And we're talking about, um, well, yeah, it, 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 yeah, it came out a few weeks ago or four months ago. Um, to celebrate the hundredth volume for since June, they would release these episodes called "We" it, hashtag We Are One, and I mm-hmm. loved it. Um, if you get the chance to go check it out, it's on like One Piece's YouTube channel. Basically, it's like a drama piece, like maybe. 10 minutes or so, but it intercuts and they give you, or there's like a segment of the, the moment, the greatest or uh, what's the word I'm looking for moments in one piece. Like for example, and I'm only going to say this because you don't know the other ones yet, but when like the most memorable, I guess. Yeah. Like when Vivi would stay behind and they put their hands up and they had the, like, that was one of them. But the way the segment went is like real life Japanese actors acting out a scene where it's like, you know, they're going through their mm. trials and tribulations, but they intercut it with certain scenes in One Piece that mirror that. And it kind of just goes with the, you know, they could do it, you could do it. Kind of like the Rocky saying, like, you know, it's not how hard you, mm. you know, if you can't, you got to get up. I'm not saying it verbatim, but like, yeah. just, you got it. We're with you all the way. Well, uh, the Captain America, we're, we're here with you to the end of the line. No pun intended, grand mm-hmm. line reference. Um, <laughs> it was great. I, I remember there's like one scene, and yo, you're going to text me 
when you get to this. Um, you're you're aware of uh, Trafalgar Law, like that character with the the doctor who could. Mm-hmm. They go into his flashback, but the way this We Are One uh, episode came out on YouTube, I was like, "Wow, you're really gonna tug at that string again?" Because his flashback, oh my good, it's so good. Like I'm I'm, up, I'm getting misty. You can't see it. I'm getting misty eyed right now. It's so good. <laughs> um. There are other ones like yeah, the VV one, the Law one. Um, mm-hmm. They go back to the East Blue where like all of them drink and they break the barrel. Like and it's like yo, you got your friends. Like, and I think one of them had to deal with like bullying. I was like, oh my god! And, but it's such a great way to celebrate and make One Piece aware because I feel like One Piece is getting much more awareness. Like it had awareness mm-hmm. and then it died down and it had more. It's like big waves. But yo. Like, I can't stress enough. I'm probably going to talk about this in every episode we do until Oda comes into this show. And I'm (laughs) never going to meet him. But he's like, to me, he's someone writing from the heavens and just dropping these books, like in Death Note. He's just dropping (laughs) these on Earth. And I think... (sighs) No, good. I don't know what to say. (laughs) (laughs) I think one of the coolest things with growing up in the, I guess the time that we did, right? And, you know, we're still, yeah. still growing up. But we were able to kind of like hop into these things that grew up with us. Yes. Right? Like I feel like like now as well as like before us, there weren't too many things that lasted really, really long. Like we're talking about stuff that's lasted 20-something years, right? Yeah. Like even if we're talking about like, like movie franchises, like we were just talking about before, like The Matrix, right? Like that came out like twenty years ago, and now yeah. it's it's coming back. And like, I don't know, like TV shows, right? Like Twin Peaks, like that premiered in the nineties, and then now it, it came back a couple years, couple years back, it came out for the final season. Um, I don't know. It's just like things like we've grown up, and we have this crazy appreciation for them right and like even when we talk about like marvel and stuff like that like we grew up in a time where like it was comic books Mm. and it was cartoons and then we were blessed with the toby mcguire movies and then you know it kind of snowballed into more movies and then that then we had the mcu then dc kind of got um in on it right they always had superman the superman movies and stuff but then they started to kind of like expand on everything you know batman and then you know 89 and then into the 90s Mm -hmm. i don't know i'm just it's it's crazy to really think about like the pop culture scene like pop culture has always been like a thing right like everyone likes the fads and goes in with it and and tries to kind of immerse themselves in what's happening right that's a generational thing but within our generation, I, I guess the millennial one, right? Like we've grown up in a time period with like appreciation for a fandom, right? For a thing for your entire life. Like yeah. one piece has been there since you were a kid, you know, mm-hmm. like you said before, Pokemon has been there since you were a kid and they keep iterating on it. And in my eyes, you know, making it better as we go in, media as well as like video games and stuff like that but there's everything there's you know movies cartoons video games and like we saw stuff like that like in the 80s and stuff with like you know like ghostbusters or gi joe yeah. but 
you know, it's like a flash in a pan thing. And then now, you know, they, they keep going back once in a while, right? We have the G.I. Joe movies. We have the new Ghostbusters that's coming out. So I don't know. I think like this this period of time is is weird because unfortunately there's not a lot of original stuff and everything just keeps getting like recycled. But at the same time, we were we benefited in, like I said, growing up with these things and having these immense attachments, right? Because yeah. – as a young kid, right? Like, you know, I was a dork and I really liked superheroes and stuff. And it, it was the culmination was in Endgame when I got to finally see everyone on screen and hear Captain America say Avengers Assemble. Like, that was a huge moment for me. Like, that was, yeah. I grew up 20 some odd years loving this thing and I got to see it in my eyes, right? Done right. Yeah. So I think it's oh, yeah. one piece going for the hundredth volume and the thousandth and whatever chapter. Like it's insane, man. Almost yeah. 25 years of, of a thing of a story, yeah. one story that, you know, what I want to let the readers know there is a time skip that happens in the series mm-hmm. before the time skip happens. All that media episodes, chapters, is one year. That's all one year. But if you think about it in comics, you know, you have to talk about what the characters are thinking. That's like a common trope in anime. You gotta be like, oh my God, his powers over levels are over 9,000. But that's like a millisecond of a thought that mm-hmm. as a watcher, we're, we're like, oh, why is he not, you know, the whole trope and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, man, because the one thing about One Piece. It, that certain things can't do it today. And the only thing I can think of is like Marvel can do it because Marvel had the MCU specifically. Mm-hmm. MCU has nostalgia, but it's ever growing. Um, oh, One Piece. Speaking of nostalgia, like I have a Jurassic Park. Yeah, there on. we go. So, <laughs> like, yeah, like, and if, like Jurassic Park doesn't, is, I don't want to say ever growing because to me, that's part of the recycled part because you mm-hmm. had it, you know, it was a lightning in a bottle and then it stops. Years later, Let's show another one. But like MCU keeps going. One Piece keeps going. But I can always say, yo, remember when Luffy did this back in, you know, and it's just dope. So it's just a continuing thing. And to me, it's staying true. Mm -hmm. And Marvel will always stay true. Mm -hmm. They like the moment you recast Robert Downey Jr., I'm stopping because to me, he is Iron Man. Yeah. Black Widow, you know, Scarlet Jack, that's Black Widow. Like the original, like keep going, keep growing your universe. Yeah. And like that's what One Piece does for me. Mm-hmm. And like I can't say enough how much it's like, I don't even want to say change my life, but like be a, in a sense, but yeah, like be a part of it. Like certain things, like I'll be like, well, like influence your life. For yeah. Sure. Like a random anecdote. Like I'll be at the gym and you know when Luffy goes gear second, I'm just like, trying to pump some iron i'm like i can do this <laughs> like you know you you know all those dumb kids back in the day watching dragon ball z and then you're like i can go super saiyan you're screaming we all did it as a kid you cannot lie and say you did it um but that would be me i'd be at the gym or uh sometimes i feel down and i'm like look this dude is always smiling he's had some downs but you know dude gets back up and i know he has plot armor but i don't care He's still going to reach his goal. And that's the point in life. We are one. We are one. That's how I'm going to end it.
that's how oh, that was a good way to end that man that was oof, that was beautiful i like that a lot of, a lot of inspiration on that last note oh my gosh got me all tingly Just, <laughs> get some little goosebumps the little hairs yeah man i loved it all right well i guess that's the perfect moment to wrap it up guys all right well this has been episode three of Jay of the Average Jays. I'm Jay, Justin Ruiz. And I'm Jay, Jeremy Francois. And we will catch you guys on the next one. Deuces.